0: Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. We help people build wealth, do work that they actually love, and create real amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host today. As we answer your questions about your life, open phones at 888- 825-5225. eight two five five two two five. Markel is with us in Sacramento. Hey Markel, how are you?
1: Hi Dave. Hi Rachel. How are you guys?
0: Great. How can we help?
1: I had a question for you this uh this afternoon. I am a Christian and I'm a worship pastor at a church and um i feeling for that I've heard you in the past talk about while you're in baby step two and three, that while you do pay your tithe, because that comes off the top, that perhaps extra generosity above that is not always recommended. My church can sometimes uh, require of us staff to participate in things like backpack drives or uh, shoe boxes at Christmas, um, above and beyond, because they uh, don't want us asking our people to do something that we wouldn't do. And I think that's a good idea in general, but most specifically I want to know how you reconciled the story of the widow's might where it seemed as though Jesus commended her for giving all that she had. Like it doesn't seem like she was in a position of strength as she gave. Um, I just want to know how you thought through that story.
0: Well, there's several things. I'll send you a copy of the book, the legacy journey where we address uh, several of these things in detail. It's the only Mm -hmm. Christian uh, book I've done, Um, and I'll send you a copy of it. I think you'll find it interesting. Uh, Thank you. The the widow's mite is the only time in Scripture that we could make the argument that the offering comes, not tithe, but an offering, which is above the tithe. Mm -hmm. We distinguish as Christians, which which is what you're doing, a difference between offerings and tithes. Okay, tithe is off the top before you do anything else. First Mm -hmm. fruits from Proverbs. And um, now you and I are having a doctrinal discussion, not a legalistic discussion, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> For those of you mm-hmm. listening in to Mark Ellen, okay? <laughs> but the, uh, uh, so tithe, tithe is before I do anything as an evangelical mm-hmm. Christian. And then offerings are everywhere in Scripture are from surplus. And Correct. you can make the argument easily, logically, that in, while you're in debt, you don't have surplus. Correct. And while you don't have an emergency fund, you don't have a surplus. Now, that's where I, you know, and past baby step three is when I started doing other kinds of giving in addition to my tithe, okay, once I got yes. there, because I need to take care of my own family first, or I'm worse than an unbeliever. Now, mm-hmm. there's a lots of interpretations and fun reading on the widow's mite, but if you uh, want to reach down... um it, there's a real thing there where he's where Jesus is condemning the Pharisees for having a widow do anything in uh-huh. giving, and so if you reach down late in that passage, you'll see him. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees! He starts. He starts going after them as mm-hmm. as, as having forced this widow to do this. And it comes more mm-hmm. off of maybe the teaching, and, and there's argument about this among theologians, which is a valid discussion or a valid argument, okay? But generally, in North American evangelicals, have used the widow's might to raise money for a building. Right. And they stand in the pulpit and go, well, people give, and they give sacrificially. Look at what Jesus commended the widow. And mm-hmm. uh, they give sacrificially like that. And I think if you dig into that, you're going to find that might not have been the actual tone. It might have been him condemning them for forcing this widow, because a widow and an orphan in the Old Testament should be taken care of, not milked.
1: Correct. Correct. And so,
0: you know, you you would know that basically, I can tell already in our discussion, you would know that we have a mandate as believers to take care of widows and orphans. Right, and, and so that's anytime I'm teaching generosity, I, you know, I'll, I'll say, hey, fifty-eight percent of the single moms live below the poverty's level. Poverty level. Now they're not technically widows, but man, there's a real case to be made for that. Uh, and I'll I'll go even a step further. Uh, if a guy is deployed overseas and his wife is here and he's serving in the military, we, we ought to be taking care of her. Mm-hmm. You know, not I just agree. the go- not just the government. We in the church ought to be taking care of her and her family. And making sure they're okay, you know. What I mean, we just have a mandate to love each other well with money uh, in, yes. in these situations. And so, it appears that since the widows, here's the problem: Scripture is always consistent. Agreed? Yes. God does not come cross purposes with Himself, and I, you can't find. And I've studied it for thirty years. I can't find anywhere else in Scripture that an offering is done out of sacrifice. It's always done out of surplus, except the widow's mite, which makes it suspect the way we're interpreting it.
1: I agree. I agree. Would you, as one more, maybe thing, the story of Elisha, where he went to the widow and the son, and she was going to make the bread and die. And he said, no, give it to me first. Any thoughts on that particular passage?
0: Yeah. I, you know, again, that, that's a, uh, that's a valid point. Uh, and, of course, we know that he then uh, brought her son back to life.
2: Her True. son died. Yes.
0: And the prophet laid yep. hands on him, and he came back to life. So there's mm-hmm. something there's something in that message that's in there, too, and the whole Jezebel and the prophets of Baal and the whole that whole story yeah. right in there of his, uh, of Elisha. <laughs> Elijah, in one minute, he's king of the world, and the next minute, he's in full depression mode. And yes. um, so there's... Uh, uh, you know, and how that comes into this how how that comes into the play on that lack. Um now that, that was mm-hmm. that was someone that was a person taking care of another person. That was not a yes. donation to the backpack fund. You got it. And so that Thank that, so that would yeah. not be an offering. That would just be one of us loving each other well. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I got I got I got two dollars and I share one of my dollars with somebody who's hurting. Um, you know, we're both broke, but um hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this together. That's just mm-hmm. love and kindness and compassion, those kinds of things. That's not an an offering is when I'm giving to a a cause to an organization to um, you know, and I'm all about backpacks and and Christmas boxes. We do all of them. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm not not against any of that. And again, i I am firmly convinced God's not gonna be mad about any of this when we get to heaven. Yes, correct. I'm firmly convinced he smiles at all generosity uh mm-hmm. and i i but i am also am convinced that sometimes people get manipulated on this subject a lot and pushed and pushed around so um yeah. i i'm not mad at your church for suggesting you guys do this i, I understand why they're doing it i think it's a mm-hmm. i think I, I get it i i uh it, it would seem hypocritical to ask all the people to do it and you guys not be doing it. I mean, that makes sense yeah to and me. if
3: it's a certain and if it's a small dollar amount markel i mean Who's to say, yeah, put it in the budget and, and, and do it. I mean, I don't, again, it's not a legalistic thing. Yeah.
0: But if you make uh, $50,000 a year and you give $10,000 to the building fund as an offering, sure. and you got <laughs> and you got $10,000 in credit yeah. card debt, that's just, that just that doesn't sit in my spirit right. It just doesn't feel like truth. Yeah. And um, not that truth is a feeling. I don't, I don't believe that. But that's a great discussion. Hang on. I'll send you a copy of Legacy Journey. And any of you that want to read more on that stuff, did a whole... Uh, whole treatment on some of these different arguments on the widow's might in there because it's a fun discussion as long as everybody doesn't get torqued out about it and mad <laughs> uh, and so try try to avoid that markel's folks.
3: posture was wonderful yeah
0: it's absolutely markel thank you <laughs> thank you very much markel Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, number one best-selling author. My my daughter is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Have you had enough? Enough of waking up at 2.30, worried about how you're going to fill up your tank? Enough of wondering how you're going to put supper on the table? Enough of wondering how the key lights are going to stay on? Enough of worrying about retirement? Enough of putting up a Sally Mae won't leave the house. She stays in the spare bedroom. Hey, your hope will come back when you decide to control the controllables. We want to come alongside you. We want to make it easier than ever to get the expert help you need to solve this money thing. So for a limited time, we've marked down our best-selling, life-changing products up to 83%. You can get your hands on our number one best-selling books and tools like the Total Money Makeover and so much more at prices that will work for you. Yeah, while everything else is going up, we're going to give you a deal. It's just what you need to finally take control of your money. Our team isn't stopping there. You can get a free financial coaching call with any purchase. Talk with a Ramsey Preferred Coach about your specific money questions and plans. They'll help you make the goals, and you can go from I've had it to I've got this. Enough with the worrying. Enough with the fighting. Enough with the losing sleep. Take control of your money. And your life for a limited time, get up to eighty three percent off and a free financial coaching call when you shop with us at RamseySolutions slash enough. RamseySolutions slash enough. Caitlin is with us in Salt Lake City. Hi, Caitlin. How are you?
4: I'm doing well. How about you guys?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up?
4: Awesome. Well, my husband and I are basically house broke. Um, and I'm stressing out and I don't really know what to do.
0: Hmm. Okay. How much is your house payment?
4: It's about $1,450 every month. Uh, My husband works full time, uh, earning about 54 K every year. I'm full, I'm home, excuse me, home full time with our two boys and we're going to be starting homeschooling in the fall.
0: Okay. How much debt have you got other than the house?
4: Actually, we're debt free. As soon as the uh, those government checks came in, we paid off the last of our debt. I quit my job in May 2020, and I've been home ever since. Okay.
0: Um. Well, something has to change, doesn't it?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: His income, or that house. Because you bought that house based on you working.
4: We, we bought it back, uh, excuse me, back in 2016.
0: Based on you, uh, bo- Based on both of you working.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. And when
0: your income stopped for you to come home, that made you not be able to afford the house. Right. So either we could develop some kind of a game plan to get his income up substantially and quickly, or we need to move down in-house. Okay. Because his take-home pay is what? Four grand?
4: Uh, around there, I think. Yeah. I can't... Uh, you're approaching like
0: 50% that. of his take-home pay as your house payment. That's not sustainable.
4: Right. It's
0: stressing me out. Yeah. Well, it's, you don't have any room He's to... Not,
3: what, what's his... I can tell the distress in your voice, Caitlin. Um, mm-hmm. What's his feeling with everything? Does he feel the same sense of urgency and stress and weight that you're feeling...
4: Yes, like he he does not like it, um, but we don't know, I mean, we want God to be in everything that we're doing, we just don't know what that looks like specifically. Um, I can help you with
0: that. The blessings of the Lord have no sorrow added to them. um, So we can safely say this house is not a blessing.
4: It it has been for some time. Darling, it has sorrow added to it.
0: It has sorrow added to it. By definition, biblically, when you have sorrow added to something, it is not a blessing from God. That's true. By definition. Now, it could have been a blessing earlier when you had both incomes Mm -hmm. coming in and it was a reasonable house payment as a percentage of your take-home pay. But the past mm-hmm. is the past. You all have made other decisions now. And so, you, you know, right. there, there's three possible options because the math is not going to change until you change it. You're going to go back right. to work. He, or he's going to increase his income dramatically doing something different. Or you're going to sell the house. What's he do for a living?
4: He's a team leader at a financial company.
0: A team leader at a financial company makes 50 grand?
4: It, yeah, the he's a manager of the agents and teams
0: and stuff. Of the what?
4: Uh, he's a team leader of uh, about 15 people, um, agents that take calls for the financial company.
0: Okay. All right. How long has he been doing that? Uh, Ten
4: years. Okay.
0: All right. Well, there there has been a dramatic shift in employment in the marketplace in the past two years in mm-hmm. what people and what people are making okay now not everyone has experienced wage increase because the overall wages have only increased about five and a half percent but we've seen entire sectors of, of the of the workplace their incomes double for instance developers mm-hmm. and programmers okay software engineers they they've gone yeah. a lot of them have gone from 100k to 200k depending on the category oh. that they're in and and what their skill level is as an example okay and there's other stuff out there plenty i mean entry level stuff has gone from $10 to $20 and in some cases to $30 an hour oh. and and it sounds like your husband has is in a in a dead end thing here and he may need to rethink what he's doing this might be his wake okay. up call on his career path and so I mean, if he could be on on a career path that says, hey, when when I take this job and then I do this thing, I get this raise and I do that thing, I get that raise, and and you can see your way through this in a year or two or three, then you can hold your breath and get out of it. But you can't hold your breath forever. Eventually, you're going to drown. Right. So, you know, you guys like the house. I can tell by the way you're defending it
4: it's not so much I liked it, it just gave my my mom a place to stay after my dad passed away. They didn't have their financial things together so they didn't have any retirement and so that's why I feel like that was kind of a God moment that now I feel like it's not. So
0: yeah, it much was. Still, I think it's okay it was then and it's not now. Is that's she fine. still
3: with you, Caitlin? Is she still living with you guys?
4: Yes. Uh-huh.
3: Okay, so moving also means um, moving her moving her or finding a place for like, I mean, it's that it's more than the discussion than just your nuclear family.
4: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on here, kiddo. So what I would if I were in your shoes, what would I do? Okay, I would set myself a deadline that says I have a new career path that I can see light at the end of the tunnel for if I'm your husband that allows Mm -hmm. us to afford this house by the end of the year. I'm going to give myself four to six months. And if I don't mm-hmm. have that new career path by spring in underway, I'm going to sell the house because I'm not going to sit here in denial and act like this is okay because it's not okay. It's killing y'all. Now, you can survive it for a short period of time, a year maybe, whatever like that. Well, but she
3: quit you, her job in 2020, so it's been two years of yeah, feeling this. Yeah, they're not this. surviving.
0: They're, 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 no, you know,
3: no, no. But I'm just saying she's been feeling it for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm going to send you Ken Coleman's book, uh, From Paycheck to Purpose. And I want your husband to jump on the website. I tell you what, I'm also going to send him the assessment and let him take the assessment on to send him in a direction of some ways and things he could go do, things he can look at. But I want him to um, uh, change horses. I don't think he's being paid very well. And uh, 50K is okay for some things, but I think he can do better. And if he can do better, you can keep this house. But if he can't or won't, then you can't keep the house. Because you're not going to be able to keep it long term something's going to blow up here hang on this is the ramsey show personality number one best-selling author is my co-host today in the lobby of ramsey solutions on the debt free stage garrett and judy are with us hey guys how are you good Hi, good welcome where do y'all live
2: joplin missouri
0: oh fun good welcome to nashville thank you how much debt did you pay off
5: 131 dollars no no just kidding 131,182.
0: 182 <laughs> close enough, close enough yes. all right how long did it take
2: about five and a half years
0: five and a half years all right and your range of income during that time
2: we started at about uh, a little under 40,000 went up to about 90 and we're back down to around 80 okay cool what do y'all do for a living I'm a manual machinist mm-hmm.
0: and I'm a children's
2: minister oh very good yeah. good good good
0: what kind of debt was the 131
2: it's all the normal stuff it was uh, cars and student loans vehicles well I said cars credit cards medical bills a business loan. you were like normal all of it yes so what happened five and a
0: half years ago plugged you into the ramsey way
2: well uh when we got married my parents paid for us to go through uh financial peace and i love your parents they (laughs) me too uh, they're wonderful and at the time i was 23 and thought i am broke and smarter than dave and what he's doing is not what we're gonna do um and then, did you go we, through and still thought that? Uh, no, well, you yeah, kind of, uh, <laughs> he, was 23. So, uh so then he was
3: 23. We were ish for a while. No, I just,
0: I, I kind of thought, I mean, maybe you just didn't go to class at all because of that. No, no, that would have been me, I would have just dissed the class. Yeah, okay,
2: we, we went, but um, so the first, so we kind of started to get serious, um, and and we started to realize the financial chains that we were in. And once you start to realize the chains that you're wearing, uh, and they come off. You start to realize some other stuff and um the first four years uh i realized i was drowning in alcoholism Mm. and um so once i surrendered that to the lord and got some help uh we paid off seventy thousand dollars in the last two years once we kind of got that out of the way got on the same page Mm -hmm. uh got some counseling got our marriage working Mm -hmm. um we really were able to buckle down and make some real progress
0: so you've been dry three and a half years
2: uh two and a half years two and a half
0: mm-hmm. way to go hero
3: congratulations that's awesome that's even a bigger deal oh that's a lot bigger that's deal that's
2: incredible we that's now incredible. are both uh, uh ministry leaders for a celebrate recovery ministry at our church uh, yay wow.
0: that's a wonderful yeah. ministry yeah that's a wonderful it ministry is. particularly Changing. when it's led by someone like you guys <laughs> wow wow how proud of him are you, Judy?
5: Oh, beyond proud. It's it's changed the course of our family. Um, oh, for sure. You know, our boys will never see him drinking and won't know that person. Yeah. They get mm-hmm. to see Daddy. How um, old are your boys? Uh, three and four.
0: Oh, so they'll never know that. No. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. Yeah,
5: we're very grateful. That, for that. is
0: so awesome. Yes. It's very incredible. Cool. Yes. incredible. Very cool. Incredible. Very cool. Yeah, getting out of debt's easy once you're doing it sober. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's
2: right. able to make some... Stumbling through (laughs) is not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. When your life is out of control, your money's out of control, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So where in the journey did those kind of cross for you guys? Because you said you were were starting this four and a half years ago.
0: Yeah. Five and a half the All big
5: right.
3: thing was probably our van
5: guess, yeah. we um yeah. we bought um we needed to upgrade because we were having our second child and um we we paid too much for it um and it was a point of um contention for us yeah. for a long time For a long time. um and so finally we decided you know what we're gonna just pay it off and be done with it um and and that was kind of what led us into um really going hard and and that gazelle intensity. Yep. Mm. Um, instead of just kind of, well, we're we're sticking with our budget, but we're not really. Mm-hmm.
0: But that so. was after the sober date.
5: That was actually just before. Just before. Just okay. before. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: What happened that woke you up on the, on the sobriety? Oh man, I'm gonna cry. Um, <laughs> me too. So it's okay. We'll do it together.
2: I found myself with my two year old's piggy bank and a wire hanger mm. fishing out money to drink
4: that night, mm.
2: and the Lord said. You're behaving like an addict, and you probably have a problem. Mm. And so um, after that, I sought out, like I said, a Celebrate Recovery ministry in our area and went and admitted to them, and then later that night to her, and um, the Lord took that from me. Mm. Amen. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It's a powerful
0: thing. Yeah. And there's stuff like that, those moments when you, you got that visual of that piggy bank in your hand. And you you if you have something that strong as a milestone that that changes everything that's a that's a powerful picture,
2: yeah, so yeah. before that, my life was just totally all about me yeah. um, and then after that, I realized that the way that I was living not only with the alcohol but with the money was a threat to my kids yeah. and uh, nobody threatens my kids, yeah. you know, and so that inspired me to sell my trucks and sell my guns and selling everything hustle grind uh i threw shingles for two and a half years wow um which was not fun no uh, and i'm glad i don't do that anymore but uh just as my kids will never have to see me under the influence they'll never know uh a family that carries any debt yeah so Uh, you're a good man thank you (laughs) that's powerful
3: i mean it's it's unbelievable like the redemption part Usually what we get on this stage, you know, obviously comes for the debt-free, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're you're here for. Mm-hmm. But always, always underneath that are other stories and life going on. Mm-hmm. It's life going on. And the money problems end up being, it's usually a symptom, right, of right. other things, of out of control or right. a controlling thing, right? Like all of that. And that's the beauty mm-hmm. of being debt-free. Not only the financial side where you guys have no payments. Right. You're completely mm-hmm. free mathematically yeah. and financially, which is just incredible but there is a spiritual, emotional freedom in other areas of your life that I think it really does, it affects, and you guys are just living proof of complete redemption mm-hmm. in, in even bigger ways. i so proud of you. Rescuer. So I'm incredible honor- job, you guys. Thank
0: you. Honored to you. know you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Way to go, heroes. Both of you. Sweet
3: boys. You. I'm excited. Your family tree. I mean, the change is, mm-hmm. like you said, too, the legacy is incredible. Yes. Absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Whew uh yeah it's a family tree changed. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how it's done right there and uh so how's it feel to be free on the debt-free side feels, no debt
2: it feels wonderful yeah. it really yes. does um you know we decided to come out here and make it a trip uh-huh. whereas before it would have been really difficult mm-hmm. to do any sort of thing like this really pinching pennies but now i mean we get to rent the car that we want we get to stay where we want we get to have very expensive meals (laughs) that that we welcome to nashville Nashville. yeah it's it's been really wonderful so um just to be able to do those Uh, things um and and now finally really just our life is not careening downhill at 95 miles an hour anymore financially and otherwise and uh we can breathe yeah very
0: cool very cool what are the boys names
5: Judah is our oldest, and he's four, and then Josiah is our youngest.
0: Okay. And they're at home with a babysitter. Yes. Because mom and dad are in Nashville. Yep. Right. Going <laughs> to nice dinners and not
3: cutting anyone's food at the table. Yep. <laughs> it was our,
2: uh, our eighth anniversary this week, too, so we said let's just oh, make it a trip. Oh, there we that go. So That's fun. good.
0: Well, happy anniversary.
3: Happy anniversary.
0: Yeah. We got a copy of uh, Baby Steps Millionaires for you. That's the next chapter in your story, for sure. This is very cool. And uh, you guys got a great story and a great Great change. God has touched your lives in a very powerful way. And a copy of Total Money Makeover for you to give away to somebody and help them get started in a Financial Peace University membership for a year. Um, Make sure you let someone go through that or you guys go through that. You'll probably run into somebody in the Celebrate Recovery that needs a little help with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a hand in glove thing with addicts and money problems. Yeah, Yeah, it
2: tends to be that way. (laughs) Yep, that's the way that
0: rolls. So, very good, you guys. Very good. Very well done. We're proud of you, heroes. Man. All right, it's Garrett and Judy Joplin, Missouri. One hundred and thirty-one thousand paid off in five and a half years, making forty to ninety to eighty. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream.
2: Three, Three two, two, one.
0: We're, we're debt-free. debt-free! Yeah! Wow! Wow! This is the Ramsey Show. of the day Joshua 1 9 this is my command be strong and courageous do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go Winston Churchill said success is not final failure is not fatal it is the courage to continue that counts thank you for joining us America I was
3: hosting with Deloney I guess probably a week or two ago and I didn't say the scripture and the quote of the day to lead in we just came in from commercial work, and I was like and thou has been profited above. I, I, like, oh, like, I started reading the started scripture, battling. and he was like, I was reading the scripture, but I, it was like this, you know, holy, wonderful. And he, he was like, are you having a stroke? What is happening? I was like, it's the scripture. He's like, oh my gosh. Came back from commercials like thou and heaven above. He's like, what are you saying? So we will oh. always prep you, America.
0: You never know. Scripture got quote. We've got to let you know what's happening so you don't think we've had a stroke. <laughs> George is with us in Jefferson City, Missouri. Hey, George, how are you?
6: Hey, Dave. Hey, Rachel. Uh, it's an honor to be on here and, and uh, talk to you. Um, I'm great. How are you? Great.
0: Better than we deserve. How can we help?
6: Good. Um, a little background information. My wife and I um, are both in the agriculture field, and uh, our dream, as well as uh, many other people our age is to is to own a farm and um this day and age it's got its challenges with uh, land being as high as it is and um we have a, a, a very close family friend that has made us an offer to um let us have her farm um when she is gone and she's just turning 70 uh she's a widow and she likes to uh, travel and take her horse trailer. And she lives in her horse trailer occasionally uh, for weeks at a time. And um, she kind of wants us to come and, and take, take care of the remaining animals at her farm and then uh, kind of uh, care for her place and eventually give it to us when she's gone. Um, we are just overwhelmed with the opportunity. Um, we had several questions and I want to get your opinion on a few things. Um, we, we currently have a house that, uh, I guess we would potentially sell, um, if we decide to go through with this and she had offered for us to just move into her home and she would build a small shop or shouse on her property. Um, she has a a rental house across the road from her that she, uh, she said she'd gladly kick the tenant out and she could live there or we could live there. The other option is for us to build a home on her farm. Um, my wife and I have definitely decided that we do not want to move into her home because when she comes back from trips, um, that's her house and, and this gracious of an offer that is. Um, I think, you know, she, she needs to stay there when she's, when she's home. Um, that being said, how old um, are you guys? i am thirty my wife is twenty eight
0: are you planning on farming this full time when this all occurs?
6: Um, I, i'm I, yes um but we both have we both have uh, steady jobs but how many acres right now, is this uh this is eighty and uh dave yeah. my my wife and i also uh we we rent a farm right now and we raise sheep and um that generates a fair amount of money um on top of our on top of our uh our, our so you, will you be job.
0: working her farm under this arrangement
6: uh our own animals though she 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 actually has uh mules and that's what she takes and 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 rides all across the country um and she no, i I'm, I'm
0: saying are you gonna be are you gonna be a farmer on this farm
6: oh yes sir yes okay, sir
0: that's what i'm asking all
6: right. yes sir okay
0: and so here here here's know, what here's what this is this lady is unbelievably kind and generous. And she holds everything with a very open hand. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, does she? She obviously doesn't have heirs. She
6: actually does have uh, two sons, and that was our first uh, concern. You know, why, why is this not going to them? Well, um, she is. She has made it very clear that her kids are taken care of with her. They, I guess, they have a fair amount of money, and one of both the kids are, are taken care of. Her grandkids will be taken care of with. Uh, her retirement, her, I I think she has quite a bit of money and other, um, so this, this,
0: uh, if I'm in your shoes, I, 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 number one, you're unbelievably grateful and you should be, um, but without anything structured around this, this is very dangerous for your family. Sure. You could, you could spend 15 years here and end up with nothing if she changed her mind in the middle of it. Right. And so that's just not okay. Sure. So, um, uh, you know, we can either sit back and wait on her to pass away, and you just go have your career, and you don't worry about this farm until then. Um, that's right. option one, and that's a, that's a clean option. That's fine. And then if sure. she does leave it to you, then we'll deal with it then. But if she wants you to live there now and start working the farm on the auspices that it's going to be yours, then there needs to be something structured in terms of the ownership of this the cleanest sure. way to do that would be for her to go ahead and deed it to you with her having a life estate which okay. means that she would have a she could live there as long as she's alive sure and now uh, that's, a clean, I, that's, that's a clean way to do it but it's a pretty extreme thing to ask of someone yeah. that's this loosey-goosey and this yes, generous
6: sir. now uh she doesn't it would be me putting my own livestock on the farm i don't know if that's if i made that you're structuring
0: your whole life around a farm that is not yours
6: so should we get some and now she wanted to update her will and put a tod on the farm and um that would help is there there something uh she
0: can change that though as long as she's alive
6: right now the way we kind of looked at it well if she pulls the plug in 15 years we've had we've lived there taking care of what we've enjoyed it for 15 years and we've been able to sit there and save money for the past 15 years and we can go Yeah, but
0: you don't own anything for 15 years and everything around you has gone up for 15 years okay no um, no
6: so the right way to go about it is to get some uh, legal yeah. documentation and, and, and yeah, what you I, think you, I
0: think the two of you need to sit down with her and with an attorney and
6: okay. I,
0: I, I, it, the pro, the downside is it's awkward even for me just sitting here saying it to ask this lady to go ahead and deed the property to you, but right. uh, but that's the only way I know that you're going to be protected. Okay, okay. And I worry okay. about this thing unraveling because I mean suddenly one of these kids raises up and talks mama back into it, and man, those sure. are the calls we get every day here on the air stuff that went stuff that's weird and went sideways.
6: Right well I was hoping you could shed some light on some questions that I need to ask in, in order yeah. to that I haven't thought about you know and yeah. um,
0: I think you're right I think there's a lot of questions here and uh, the, the thing you want to do on stuff like this is you want to figure out okay um, how is she protected and how are you protected if everything goes sideways okay if nobody you know and, and if you can figure out your exit strategies like you said, you'd kind of thought about that. You know, we could just leave after 15 years, and we would have had a free place to stay during that time. That's not right. totally bad, but sure. the bad part of it then is is you've not owned a farm all of that time. Right. Because right. you're sitting okay. around waiting on this one that didn't come. Right. Okay. All right. It's just a hard relational thing because you sound like such a sweet lady, and, and I don't yeah. want to put her in jeopardy in this either. And I don't right. want her kids raising up thinking you guys have come in there and taken advantage of her in some way or another. Yeah. Um, you Lots of
3: clear communication. Over communicate yeah.
0: With everybody with involved. E- I was
3: going to say, with the sun. I mean, everything. It's just like, hey, we're going to get it all out there.
0: Yeah. She needs to communicate with the kids in front of you. Um, with what, a written,
3: an email, and, like have uh, a written,
0: yeah. whether it's an and, email. And, and that's for the relational part yes, of it. Yes. And then have a good a uh, estate planning attorney structure this in a trust or a deed over now um but something that that uh i I just i don't want her getting remarried and changing her mind right you know i mean that that's a lot she's 70 that can happen and
3: she could and that and to your point protecting her she she still has you know another yeah 10 15 20 years another way to do
0: it would just be get on with your life and go by there and feed the animals
3: yeah, and me not too. worry about all this. Yeah,
0: just keep your house and go by there and feed the animals, and if it all works out, it works out. Yeah, um, that's that's a lot. That's the easiest way. Uh, other than the fact you got to drive over there to feed the animals, but hey, I, I yeah, wow. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.
6: we've got more where that came from. As you know, at Ramsey, we're always looking to protect our listeners from scummy companies, slick marketing, and money myths. I'm George Camel, host of The Fine Print, where I do the research for you to help you rise above the system that's designed to keep you broke and in debt so that you can become confident in your money choices. Check out The Fine Print wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show.